Jewish Board Talk with Sharice Zaffert. According to James Ball, the founder and editor of the Heritage Portal, Joburg is his spiritual home. He loves the city, loves walking the streets, exploring the city, and finding its hidden secret, heritage secrets. I talk now to James Ball and find out what made him interested in Joburg's heritage and share some of the secrets of our city that we all live in but probably know very little about. James, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. James, you love the city of Johannesburg. It is rich in history. How did you get interested in our heritage? I think it goes back to my early childhood when I used to travel uh, on the bus with my dad during holidays. Um, he we used to work in Marshallstown, so I used to go down with him, and I used to look around and see all these buildings and uh, and want to hop out and explore. And obviously, I, I wasn't always able to do that uh, with Dad around, and that just stayed with me um, sort of year after year. I, I didn't know what it was, but I kept on being drawn, um, particularly downtown, uh, wanting to drive around, wanting to walk around. Um, I'd find uh, during lunch breaks at work, if I was nearby, I'd uh, I'd pop by and just walk the streets. So. You know, it's just been something that's uh, been with me since I was very young, and uh, it's very difficult to explain. But, you know, I just love uh, getting out and exploring and uh, finding new spaces and places. It, uh, it makes me tick. Um, our heritage is very rich. I mean, we've, we Johannesburg is an old, old city, and um, we've obviously got a long history. What do you determine as heritage? Oh, that's a, that's a, a very, very difficult question. I think academics will uh, debate it uh, for hours and hours. Um, for me, I just love uh, spaces and places with uh, with a great story. Um, so it could be a story about uh, an event that happened there, a famous person that lived there. It could be a, a site with great uh, architectural significance, uh, something that was designed by a, a famous architect. It could be where uh, new building uh, uh, technology has been used. So there's several um, indicators of it, but... Uh, I think the big one for me is that it's just got to have a great story behind it, and and that's what gets me interested. James, I went onto your portal, the Heritage Portal, and I actually found myself, I don't know which article to open first. I mean, there is such a diverse range of really interesting-looking stories. And um, you mentioned already architecture, history, events, and some of the things on the portal point to the first something like book sales or who was Mr. So-and-so and what was his contribution to history. Um, how do you collect stories? So it, it initially started out with me just sharing a few things that uh, that I wrote and a few things from the archives, uh, and then it, uh, it snowballed. I mean, as the portal got known, um, there were you know so many people from around the country um, that shared a similar interest, and uh, and they offered to write uh, write stories as well. So um, some people contribute um, sort of every month. Some people do it once or twice a year. Some people do it as and when they have uh, uh, something interesting that they found out. But uh, it was remarkable for me to discover how many people out there love the same kind of stuff and uh, and want to share their passion for it. So. Yeah, most of the stories for the portal come from the the community of of volunteers uh, and enthusiasts around the country. And uh, what I also loved about the portal is um, it wasn't just focused on one area. Uh, you know, there was something about a story about somebody in Parkhurst. I think it was was it Schwartz's uh, Cafe or something like that. 
um, a story about somebody who came from Lithuania and started a little cafe in Parktown. But there are also areas that look at historical events in, in Pumalanga and other kind of out-of-town out regions. Uh, absolutely. So I think the, the predominant focus, um, uh, if you look at the volume of articles, there's a very strong Gauteng focus. Um, that's largely because of the, the strong community and, and because I'm based here and, and obviously connected with um, with all the volunteers and enthusiasts. But, you know, there are strong contributors from Mpumalanga, from the Western Cape, uh, from Derbs and, and KZN. So, yeah, I mean, it's open to everyone from across the country. So uh, whoever's got great stories to tell, uh, you know, as long as they uh, are obviously uh, uh, not too uh, uh, controversial or, uh, you know, there's nothing... Uh, that we shouldn't be publishing, we, we pop it up. What would you consider controversial? Uh, there's not too much, but um, say, for instance, there's um, not enough um, historical research that's gone in, something's unbalanced, um, anything that's, um, you know, not sensitive to, um, obviously, the political history and, uh, and obviously, uh, rich history of, of South Africa. So, no, just those kinds of things. It's more of a, a gut feel that I get as stories come in, uh, whether they should be published or not. And, uh, um, to be honest, in the entire time I've been running it, uh, there hasn't been something yet that I, I haven't been able to publish. Um, but that doesn't mean they won't be uh, going down the line. We just have to obviously re- remain sensitive all the time. James, when you explore a new building, for, um, just for example, say in town, how do you access information about it? How do you learn the history behind the history? Well, the nice thing is we're, we're standing on the, it's a cliche, but we're standing on the, on the shoulders of giants. Uh, so many people have uh, done research before, so we pick up a lot of that. Um, my background is, is history as well. So I've been, for many years, I've been hitting the archives. And we've got some incredibly rich archives um, around around Joburg and around South Africa where we've got some wonderful information. Um, there's old magazines, there's old newspaper stories, there's the old plans. Um, so there's an incredible amount of work that, that has been done. Um, and uh, sitting, uh, lying beneath uh, the, the streets of Joburg, in attics, in cellars, uh, there are thousands of stories that, that need to be told. So I guess one of the goals of the portal as well is to get people excited about uh, digging up these layers of history and, and sharing it around. Um, you know, we could keep going for the rest of my life and, and still not have scratched the surface uh, with how much there is out there to be told. In terms of readership and people getting excited and saying, oh my goodness, I didn't know the history behind that shop in Joburg town or yeah, I mean, so, so you'll find, um, you know, you never know um, which story is going to hit the spot. Um, but it's, it's normally the ones, um, you know, that are uh, something uh, pretty remarkable. Um, uh, there's a story this week about um, the oldest bank in South Africa and uh, Carol, who's done the, or Carl, who's done the, um, the, the, the research for that. He's done a phenomenal um, amount of work uh, tracking photos from uh, from all the various banks, and that's done incredibly well. A lot of stuff with mystery, a lot of stuff with intrigue, a lot of stuff with oldest. Those those stories do well. Unfortunately, um, the stories about neglect um, do very well as well. Um, I guess people are concerned about when a heritage site uh, is neglected or uh, or there's a fire at a heritage site, so that gets spread quite quickly. Uh, overall, we've got about um, uh, thirty thousand people a month that um, that come online and and visit us. So it's uh, it's a it's a healthy audience, 
um, and uh, and obviously we want to encourage it to encourage people to keep looking at it and keep contributing. James, do you have a specific a specific love of a of a time in history or a place that just just excites you? Is it? I mean, maybe the mining era or something like that. Uh, for me personally, or for the platform for as a whole. For you personally, um, I, I I must say I like the early history of Joburg. I, I like the uh, the 1880s and 1890s. Um, pretty much from the discovery of uh, of gold to the uh, South African War. That's kind of what really uh, really gets me going. But um, to be honest, uh, it's it's tough because there's so much. Um, I did my, my research on the 50s and 60s in Joburg, and that was a fascinating period as well. So you never know where the story might lead you. Um, you never know, um, you know what uh, particular uh, thread is waiting to, to be unraveled. So, yeah, although I love the 1880s and 1890s, pretty much I'm obsessed with our city, with uh, with Joburg. So as long as I can find out any new information and uh, find out secrets of uh, of the spaces and places around uh, around the greater Joburg area, I'm a happy man. <laughs> are you? Uh, are people still delving in terms of archaeology in Johannesburg? Uh, yes, absolutely. I mean, um, not, not that we've covered it that much, but uh, there's been big coverage in the um, uh, international press recently of uh, the lidar research um, of just south of Joburg, which has discovered a, uh, a very, very large pre-colonial city. So. Hmm. Uh, there's a lot of archaeological work um, happening at the moment. If you if you dig into some of the archives, again, I'm not not a specific expert on this, but you'll see a lot of research that was done on North Hill. You'll see research that was done uh, in Lone Hill, um, just sort of north of Santon. So there's there's a lot of rich uh, pre-colonial history um, in uh, in and around Joburg, and uh, and lots of archaeological work that that's happened in the past, and hopefully lots to continue in the future. So, do you work very closely with other departments at Wits University in terms of finding archaeological stuff and then keeping the artifacts, restoring them? What happens to the artifacts found? So, we don't, uh, as as the portal, um, I don't work closely um, necessarily with any any department, but we would obviously encourage anyone within Wits um, that's got a great story to tell to share that. So you'll have um, you know ex-Vitsies that'll that'll share the research they're doing. Um, you might have uh, particular departments sharing uh, events and uh, um, particular uh, you know notices, etc. That they they want to spread the word on. Uh, but there's no formal relationship that we'll have with with any of the departments. But you know, as and when they have news to spread. Um, you know, we're we're here for them. And in terms of beads and jewelry. Uh Things that are found, archaeological things that are found. Yeah, I mean, we would uh, again. The, the the portal is a, a platform where we would encourage anyone who's got those kinds of kinds of stories to pop it up. So it would be shipwrecks, uh, it would be ancient artifacts, it would be buildings, it would be parks. Um, my my interest is predominantly built environment, but um, uh, on the portal you'll see all sorts of of, uh, of goodies there. You'll see. Uh, genealogy, you'll see farming history, you'll see uh, religious history uh, and heritage, there's a, there's a full spectrum um, and again it's just up to the, the readership and um, you know the, the volunteers out there that, that want to share what they've been researching 
um, and then we just broadcast it across the country. James, I also noticed on the portal that Santon is having some kind of a historical revival, which for me was very strange because I think, you know, Santon is one of these modern, glitzy kind of uh, areas and places, but obviously that's not the case. Absolutely. Now, that's, that's a very um, uh, important uh, sort of research area for me. Uh, I live in Santon, and um, in the, the heritage world, there's uh, an element of snobbery uh, north of Bompas Road. Uh, people say there is no history, and uh, and I've been hoping to, uh, again, standing on the shoulders of researchers in the past, trying to bring these stories out. And, and there's some great stories. I mean, obviously, uh, downtown Joburg is incredibly rich, and that's where the vast majority of the, the, the historic buildings and, uh, and great stories are, but Santon has its, uh, has its fair, fair lot as well. And I think as, as the city grows, as the new skyscrapers uh, start towering above us, uh, it's going to be incredibly important for us to remember the roots and remember um, what came before. And, and hopefully, it's not there at the moment, but I think hopefully a major tourist industry will, will spring up around Santon. Uh, I'd love to see walking tours looking at the art, looking at the old church, looking at uh, other historic sites of Santon Central, maybe bus tours branching out to see the farming heritage, to see uh, some of the uh, remnants of the grand uh, estates that uh, used to be out in the north. So there's a lot to see in Santon, and um, I think uh, there's enthusiasts and volunteers that are, are fully aware of it, but uh, most people think that Santon's just got uh, new glass skyscrapers and uh, and Tuscan uh, complexes, and there's not much to see. So hopefully we can change that uh, that narrative around over time. So what you're basically trying to do, uh, Simon, is to encourage people to explore the city. It is a beautiful city that we live in, and, and to learn more about the history that that we don't really know and see. Um, what would you like people to do more of? I think the the big thing for me is just ask questions. I mean, we every day we drive to work or uh, we go and see people or uh, we're moving around the city, but we're in our own bubbles and we either stay in the car listening to the radio or our, our faces are in our phones and we're scrolling through the news. If we just look up and look around and start asking questions, a whole new world opens up in front of us. So you'll look at the street name and ask, well, who was that person or why is the street name that? You look at your suburb names. Uh, why is the suburb name that? You look at a particular way that the roads are uh, laid out. You look at the trees in the area and go, wow, these are huge trees. I wonder when these were planted. So it's just about looking up and asking questions. And, and the more questions we ask, the more stories we, uh, we uncover. And, um, and I would be very happy if, if people just had that questioning mind and and. and the love flows from there. And the funny thing is, it's the kind of thing we would do when on holiday, going to a new place. We would be automatically interested and drawn to everything around us. But because we live in Joburg, we tend to take everything around us for granted. Absolutely. I think, I mean, it's, it's been said uh, uh, many times that we, we should become tourists in our own city. We mm. should ask these questions. We should explore. We should have fun. And I think it's a growing um, trend in Joburg anyway. We see a, a flood of people going uh, uh, downtown on the weekends. Uh, we see a lot of people um, getting interested in this. I mean, I just see it from behind the scenes watching the numbers of the portal grow uh, as word, word spreads that, you know, there's definitely an interest in this kind of stuff. And, um, yeah, I think if we can get the, the various city authorities on board to make sure that the areas that people are exploring are, are safe um, and people can feel comfortable going around on their own and exploring, um, then, you know, the, the potential is massive. Um, 
Yes. And I was going to say, I think, I think you're right. The potential is massive. And would you consider as the Heritage Portal doing suggested walking tours around Johannesburg in terms of architecture or old houses or? We haven't considered uh, sort of doing it under the brand of the portal, but there are uh, several uh, organizations and companies that do phenomenal um, walking tours, bus tours, etc. So you've got uh, organizations like the Johannesburg Heritage Foundation who have been doing it for decades. Uh, you've got the Gauteng Institute for Architecture that runs uh, various programs from time to time looking at the architecture of the city. You've got uh, Joburg Spaces and Places run by Gerald Garner, who's done phenomenal work and is probably the, the leading guy. I saw a stat the other day which says that he's taken almost 25,000 people around the city uh, since he started. Um, you've got Past Experiences, another private company that's doing great work. So uh, what, what impresses me is that in the late 90s, when I would go around town, um, you know, I would see no tourists. And uh, now you've got six or seven uh, operators uh, taking people around. You've got uh, people doing their own photo tours. You've got people doing group photo tours. So downtown Joburg is, is buzzing. And, um, and obviously, uh, we're not just talking about the CBD. I mean, there's people doing... Uh, tours uh, around the neighboring suburbs, um, around uh, different towns in uh, in Gauteng. So, um, yeah, there's definitely a, a movement that's, uh, that's emerged over the last uh, 10, 15 years. Well, Simon, well done to you for initiating this project. And just, as I said, I was on the site, and I didn't know which article to open first because they all looked so incredibly interesting and unbelievable to learn more about our cities. If anybody would like to be in touch with you, how should they do that? Just go check uh, check out the website, uh, which is www.theheritageportal.co.za. Uh, my contact information is on there, and there's a, a, a tab which says how to contribute. So if people want to send in stories or uh, spread the news about notices or events they're having that have something to do with uh, with history and heritage, yeah, they just pop me an email and uh, and I share the information um, via the portal. Well, Simon, thank you so much for joining me and good luck with your portal. I think it's an invaluable resource for us uh, Joburg citizens. Fantastic. Thanks Thanks so much for having me and thanks so much to all the, the volunteers and enthusiasts that, that share their expertise and their time. Thank you to all of you for joining me. I look forward to being with you again next week. I'd like to thank Vusi for putting the show together. And until we meet again, Shabbat Shalom.